headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, host of the Ken Coleman Show, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. The phone number is 888 825 225. Clayton is in Little Rock, Arkansas. Hey, Clayton, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, sir. How are you guys? Better than we deserve, brother. What's up? Awesome, man. Well, you know, first of all, I just want to say it really is an honor to speak to you guys. I'm a huge fan of the show. I've watched countless YouTube clips, etc. And I think you guys are out there changing lives. So I want to start off with that. Well, thank you, sir. How can we help sure, you today? Sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, uh, it, it, I'll uh, kind of start from a broad overview and I'll kind of break it down if that's okay with you. Um, just, you know, my, my broad overview question, Dave, um, is really just how not to get discouraged in the wealth building process. Um, I'll give you some background information. I'm 27 years old. My wife is 30. Um, we have a combined net worth of around probably 200,000 or so. Wow. Um, it, you know, right. it's, right, it's right there, my number. Thank you. And um, I make about 58000 60000 on my primary job, and I do a side hustle. Um, and But total, I make around eighty to ninety, kind of depending on the year. And my wife makes around seventy-two. Um, the only thing that we owe on is our home. We both have MBA uh, degrees. We have no consumer debt, no car loans, anything like that. Um, my home is currently worth probably around three hundred thousand, um, and I owe about one ninety-five. Um, we 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 have two kids, um, and overall life is good. Um, you know, we, we're we're still in the process of trying to button everything up. We're investing ten percent right now. I know I need to get that number to fifteen. Uh, my home's on a fifteen-year note. Uh, we're trying to get our kids college. You know, all that situ- situated. So there's nothing really on fire uh, per se, but in general, I really do believe what you guys teach, and I believe you know we we, we give ten percent of our income to the church. I mean, I'm a really big believer in living within your means. Not saying we're perfect by any means. You've done a great job, Clayton. I mean, your numbers oh, are amazing you. for your age. Way to go! You make one hundred sixty thousand dollars a year. You have no debt except right. your house. Everything's on track. You're killing it. Right, right. Well, man, you know, I, 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 I really do believe it, and I, I appreciate it. But at the same time, um, like I, I think long term, right? Like I'm. Yeah, but yeah, have you I've done the math? Like that. Huh? Have you done the math? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if and you save fifteen percent of one hundred and sixty thousand dollars, that's going to be a million dollars in ten years, dude. Right. Right. And that's with no match. Right. Have you got a match? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do the math. Right, right. Well, you know, man, it just... Did you like, do the math? No. Yes, sir, I did, yes. Okay, then did you see 10 years you're going to be a millionaire at twenty at 37 yes, years sir. old? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how is that discouraging? You know, I don't know, man. I just, like, I look at life, right, and I know comparison is the piece of joy, and I don't, you know, I try not to go there in my head, but... Comparison so to just, what? If anything you compare to, you should be ahead of. Right, right, right. Well, you know, it is. I, I it's okay if I give you some background, some more background information. Is that okay? okay? I'm trying to understand. It's okay. I'm trying to understand why you're discouraged. There's no reason to be. I'm, I'm really confused yeah. with that. Because, dude, you're in the yeah, top two percent of America. You're killing it. Just, I, 
I just think like long term, Dave. I think when I just see how everything is so expensive, and even when I pay off my home and I have all my retirement accounts, et cetera, I just you know like I'm trying to really set my family up. So like in ten years, my daughter will be thirteen, right? And I'm trying to almost get ahead of the game where I can make sure we can go on big vacations, you know, take care of her college. And I realize, okay, yeah, I'll be a millionaire, but I just, it feels like everything's so expensive and it's such a long process. And I realize that, you know, wealth isn't obtained easy. I'm not trying to say that, but it, just, it is, it is a long process. <clears throat> 10, 10 years is a lot longer than 10 minutes. And most right. people, most people have the attention span of a gnat. That's why, that's why they're not able to build wealth. I, I've been I've been listening, Clayton, and I I've been where you are. I, I actually I I hear me ten years ago on this phone call. So I, I just right. want to say this: your issue is not comparison. Your issue is fear, and you're afraid you're not going to be able to do the things that you would like to do because you're too stuck in the headlines. And what you're not focusing on is, as Dave has pointed out, you're crushing it. Number one, you're really ahead of the game. This is all going to compound for you, and you're going to be fine. You're going to take some great vacations. But what you're not focused on is is what you can actually do. You're, you're focused on all these outside circumstances, the economy, inflation, whatever else is going yeah, on in your you head. Need, you do need to quit watching the news. Yeah, you need to start focusing on your income and what, what you're going to make next year and the year after that and how you're going to be able to make more money and that you can go out and determine your financial future. You're already great, but you're, you're forgetting and all this headline stuff and all this fear in comparison, here's what you're forgetting. Your ability, your wife's ability to put a financial plan that includes increasing income. And you're going to be able to pay for all those things. Yeah, your income's right. not going to be stagnant for the next 10 years. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know if that yeah. helps you, Clayton, but you got to shake all that stuff off. You're inside your head hey, so or, deep. And, and or here's the thing. The secret to happiness is low expectations, and I'm a little bit afraid you thought when you made $160,000 you were going to be rich. Uh, that's a very good point. And you're not Absolutely. rich at $160,000 with two kids. There's no, no it's no, no, it's no, no cake. I, you thought it was going to be on Easy Street. Like everything's going to, like you're going to be flying in a private jet or something. And, you know, it's one hundred sixty grand. you are not. So... You got a lot more. You got double the household mm-hmm. income of the average American. You're in the top one or two percent of the average Americans your mm-hmm. age, with where you are with no debt and already having a, a positive net worth of a couple hundred thousand dollars. You are killing it, and you actually are paying attention, which puts you way above almost everyone who walk around with their heads stuck in the fog. And um, that yeah. was kind. I thought that was clean, very yeah, kind. I did that. I, you I really, did that for radio. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, I mean that that's you're incredible. That's you're exactly doing right. great. You're doing great. Calm down, enjoy the ride, buddy. You you really I can't I can't tell you enough to do this over and over and over again. Enjoy the ride. I, I want to say one other quick encouragement, because Dave, I think you're absolutely right. I just want to echo what Dave said. We have with all young generations and throughout history, but even more so now because we're in the social media era. God where, help us. I know unrealistic expectations lead to unmet expectations. I I can't say that enough. I wish I could preach that message to every young person. Well, because here's the deal. You nailed it. 
They think when they get to six figures, I thought you were talking about my golf game street. and your golf game. Oh yeah, unrealistic expectations. Mine are unrealistic. Unmet expectations. That's it. <laughs> no, I just my golf game is in the last category, just unmet. Period. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't no, matter. That, that's what it is. Because here's true? the thing: when you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you thought it was going to be easy. And when you make a million dollars a year, you thought it was going to be easy. It don't get easy. Mm-hmm. It just gets better than if you don't pay attention. That's all it does. This is the Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men. This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for being with us. Chaz is with us in San Antonio, Texas. Hi, Chaz. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. My question is about what is the best route I could take to become an airline pilot? And if you'll allow me, uh, here's some quick details about my situation. So I am in my freshman year of engineering college, and my plan is to get a four-year mechanical engineering degree that my parents are willing to pay for. And with that degree, I'll get a job and then pay for flight school with my own money without going into debt. And then on top of that, I will have a engineering degree to fall back on in the case that I can't fly in the future for whatever reason. However, I'm starting to rethink this plan because I'm sure you've heard there's a massive pilot shortage right now, Mm -hmm. and I think it might be a good opportunity for me to skip college and go straight into the airlines, and I would get lots of benefits going in immediately. I would be in a hot job market, and I would also start my aviation career earlier, which would get me something called seniority, which is very, very important in the airlines. It's basically the pilot who's been there the longest has the most job security, the best pay, and hey, Chaz, uh, they're just in a really good position. Chaz, yeah. uh, a couple things. Number one, uh, you can't just go into being a pilot. You're still going to have to fork out a lot of money uh, for the yes, training. Sir. But I've got a better solution for you, and this is not my opinion. This is from a guy who. Uh, is one of the top pilots for FedEx, flies all around the world, flies their jumbo jets, met him over the holidays, had coffee with him. Here's what he said. I, was, I asked him, what would you say to somebody who asked this question? Because I get this question a lot. He said, and this is a guy who was a Navy pilot, he said, I would have a young person go into the military and you're going to get paid for the training. And and you're not. there's no debt and they're going to train you as a pilot. And, and you're, you're going to have the hours. You're going to have the hours. You get everything paid for. And they pay you. They pay you, and you come out of the military, and now you're qualified and ready to go. So 
skipping college if you wanted to fast forward uh, than go right into the military. But if my mom and dad are going to pay for a mechanical engineering degree and that was a fallback plan, that's not a bad plan and then go into the military uh, out of school. So I would say uh, those are the two best options. If I were you, based on what I know, uh, that's what I would do. Okay. Uh, One thing um, I can tell you is it may be wrong information, but I'm pretty sure it's correct. I talked to an airline pilot that lives in my neighborhood, and he told me not to go to the military route because they can get you um, all the hours that you need, but they can't actually get you the ratings that you need for the airlines, which is something that you're going to have to get yourself, which will still cost money. And my parents are willing to help me pay for the um, uh, fast-track school to the airline uh, partially. Okay, well, that's new information. Uh, you are cor- your your friend is correct. Your neighbor's correct, but still, you're getting advanced. You're advancing yourself in the military without having to come out of pocket. But if mom and dad are willing to pay cash and not go into debt for the for the training, then that's an option. So, Chaz, um, I, I, if you fast track with them, you go to fast track school. What's that cost? How long does it take? Since I already have my private pilot's license. It would cost $80,000, and my parents would pay for that partially. I'm assuming about half, maybe a little bit less than that. And how long does it take? It would take nine months, and I could get into the airlines uh, very soon. And one thing I would like to mention is the reason uh, I would want to do this is to get into the market immediately because the pilot shortage is right now. Sure, but who's paying for the other 40? If mom and dad are paying about okay. half. Oh, me? I would be going into that $40,000 a day. Okay, but that's not what you said earlier. So this is now, now the story's changing. It was mom and dad can okay. pay for the flight and fast track. Well, they can't. They can only pay half. Well, I, and, I said um, partially, partially, not uh, okay. entirely. Okay. I would be going into debt. Yes, sir. Well, we would not recommend that you go into debt for this when you don't have to. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you come out with a four-year degree in mechanical engineering, we're talking about ninety dollars to $100,000 a year. Exactly. When you come out of $80,000 worth of flight school, you're flying American Eagle <laughs> for $35,000 a year. Yeah. Um, you know, you're uh, in, you know uh, I don't thing. give a crap about the pilot shortage, honey. They ain't putting you in a 727 okay. when you're 19 freaking years old and you just come out of school and wet behind the ears. They That's don't right. do that. Yeah. Okay? The guys in the big jets are old, and they don't put the boys in there. They put the little boys in the American Eagle, little Canadian jets. I fly with them. I see what they're doing. They're, they're, I got socks older than these guys that are flying these things, and they don't pay them anything. So you need to That's check right. your facts on actual entry on what you do get paid coming in because you're going to fly a regional at best prop or jet and um and you don't make any money at the start even if there is a pilot shortage uh the pilot shortage is a shortage on the top end stuff not people getting paid no money doing and if you go the military route you can save up the money for your instrumentation and all that not to mention i i wish i knew this i'll know this next time uh but i also wonder if the gi bill does not maybe go towards that certification and that education as well i would tend to believe it does but i'm not 100 percent sure i think it probably would i think it would i'm just not 100 percent sure so therefore no debt Chaz, let me just tell you working with doing what i'm doing for 30 years pilots are it's a different 
thing that activates in people when they decide they want to be a pilot flying a aircraft you've got your private you know this is addictive mm-hmm. and you guys you lose your minds in order to get to fly an airplane you're willing to jump through and do anything just to get to fly an airplane because it's just so stinking much fun and you know people do ridiculous things so don't trade a hundred thousand dollar job for a thirty five thousand dollar job and forty thousand dollars worth of debt uh don't don't make that trade yes I, please don't mm-hmm. just because of this so uh people get there's something about the pilot thing that people they mm-hmm. they it's all the only other one is like being coming a chiropractor they spend two hundred thousand dollars to do that you spend the same two hundred thousand dollars you'd have been an md right you know yeah. and, and instead you're making forty five or fifty thousand dollars a year as a chiropractor yeah. and it makes no sense at all but they get their head gets all foggy with the the, the process of doing it or whatever i don't know i don't know what it is it's different yeah, well they justify it's different than other careers yeah well it, i just it's a good career it's a good i'm gonna make good money so we justify it and again i, I there's I, not good money on the start there's not it's not good money on there's the start. not there's not at all because because there's a line of these guys that are addicted to flying yeah so yeah there is a pilot shortage but it's a certain kind of pilot and it's not entry level i wish so. you could have heard this guy uh dave he, he was a navy pilot Straight out of Annapolis, Navy pilot for 20 years, flew combat missions, and now he's flying the biggest jet FedEx has. And he was in fact, he was like, tell people, tell young people, they have a great career if they go the military route and they're not going to go into debt and they're going to be able to pay for it. He was very emphatic about it. Well, yeah. You fly with an air, you fly with a pilot and you know they're military. You can tell when they land. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they're not worried about soft. <laughs> right, right. That is true. <laughs> they put them down. Uh, you, yeah, that guy was. He, he was Navy. Yeah, yeah. That, guy, yeah. that guy was Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, this guy he, he was didn't fly. fly he didn't fly. He didn't fly luxury charters. I don't think. Right. <laughs> right. Well, they land on an aircraft carrier. I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Unbelievable. Talking about that in the middle of the ocean. Chaz, go live your dream, buddy, but don't turn it into a nightmare. That's yes, all we're saying. Great. Point. So, uh, if you were my son, I would tell you to finish. Your mechanical engineering degree and then work on your pilot stuff and i would consider the military route if you're my son that's what i tell you to do so that's the summation of the call we appreciate you calling in open phones at 888-825-5225 started a long time ago when people started saying live your dream live your dream live your dream ken and people will then justify that and turn their dreams into a nightmare if they're not real careful so true and it happens all the time it's the trap and the trap is this i want it now and I've never seen a dream that was worthy that you got now or that you got fast. Ooh. Change your mindset on that, and then you'll be able to avoid the temptation. Philosophy 101, Ken Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. All right, I got a question for you folks out there. How long does it take you to pay off a credit card that has a $5,000 balance with an APR of 16%, which in the credit card world is a good deal, if you pay $100 a month minimum payment, which is the average requirement on that. $5,000, 16%, $100 minimum payment. Answer, six years and 11 months. And you pay $3,200 in interest on the $5,000 while you do it. Can anyone spell stupid in math? I just did. That's stupid in math spell. 
I just spelled stupid for you in math. That's pretty good. Seriously. And yet we all walk around, well, I get airline miles. Oh, my God, you're so stupid. Discover gives me a dollar back for every $100 I spend. Oh, my God, you're stupid. I've never met a millionaire that said, Dave, you know, I made all my money with my airline miles. It doesn't come up, man. It just doesn't come up. The problem is you get stuck in a cycle of this stuff, and it's so freaking hopeless, like the student loans. They're hopeless. It's like a pile of Mount Everest of debt, and I don't know how I'm going to climb it. I'm stuck in a cycle of debt. I'm stuck in a cycle of stupid financial stuff that's out there. And did you know that stupid has a gravitational pull and you can't break loose from it? It'll hold you into the orbit. You just keep orbiting around and around and around stupid. You know how you break an orbit? Massive energy. You have to expend massive energy to break an orbit. So if you're stuck in the cycle, you can kick the year off. We're hosting a free live stream one week from today on Thursday, January the 11th at, at 7 Central. It's our officially our largest live stream over, ever. Over 250,000 people have already signed up to watch it. It's completely free. It's called Break the Cycle. Break the Cycle. Break the Orbit off of stupid. You are not stuck. Your family curse is not your problem. The neighborhood you grew up in is not your problem. You need some more information and some more inspiration, and we can show you how to break the cycle. We've done it for millions of people. So me, Rachel Cruz, George Camel, Jade Washaw, Dr. John Deloney, we're going to be doing Break the Cycle, talking about navigating the money anxiety, bad money habits and keep you stuck, practical money tips that actually work, how to break the cycle. Because you're stuck. And we're going to give away $1,000 10 times. $10,000 to people that are viewing. There is no purchase necessary, but you must be a viewer, not having just signed up to watch. And so we want you to watch. We want to help you. We want to change your life. We want to give you the information and the inspiration. It's called hope. Break the cycle. So what do we do? We go to RamseySolutions.com slash break the cycle and you sign up for the free live stream it's going to be seven o'clock central time thursday january the 11th and i'm guessing at this stage of the game we're probably going to have close to four hundred thousand people maybe even 500 viewing so thank you thank you for your response already and thank you for those of you that are going to respond after i just did this because you are not stuck but i will promise you i've been there Stupid has a gravitational pull. And if you continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result, that's the definition of insanity. You have got, if you don't like the cake, change the recipe. I don't like chocolate cake. Quit using that recipe. And then scratching your head while you're getting chocolate cake. That's how it works. You've got to change something if you want something to change. And we're going to show you how, baby. We love you enough to coach you. We love you enough to encourage you. We even love you enough to get up in your face because we want you to win. And we've proven it 30 years of doing this. So come join us, RamseySolutions.com slash break the cycle. Matt is in Knoxville. Hey, Matt, how are you? Hey, Dave. Thanks for uh, taking my call. I just had a quick baby step question with my own variables thrown in, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, so I have 
these two credit cards, one is at 2200, one's at 6800. Um, I make 56 grand a year. Uh, usually comes out in my check about $3,500. When bills are all said and done, I got about $800 to spend or live life with essentially. Um, and on top of this, I have a beautiful girlfriend in medical school and I'm looking to buy her a ring. And, um, one thing I did last year was I maxed the match with my retirement at 7%, I think. So my retirement got up to like nine grand. And obviously with this credit card debt, I'm thinking I couldn't have afforded to do that. So I took that down to 3%, um, into my retirement to have the extra money to go to, um, the ring and whatnot in my credit card debt. And so I'm just kind of curious in my situation. I'm also looking to gain income. I got some side hustles in the works to gain income and get a new job too. You're 25. Uh, yeah, I turned 26. So that's the other thing. I'm, I'm diabetic, so I'm going to have to pay for my own insurance and, uh, not cheap when you're diabetic. Uh, juvenile diabetes or adult? Uh, type. Yeah. Juvenile. Okay. All right, man. Okay. Um, so what do you do for a living? Uh, fundraising. Okay. All right. So you're doing what most people do. And we discovered a long time ago, doesn't work. And that's trying to do six things at once. And none of them get done. Right. You're getting no traction, nowhere. Everything's half-assed. Follow me. Yes, sir. Yeah. So what I'm going to change is just tell you to get totally focused on one thing first. Do you have any money saved? 500 bucks. <laughs> when are you going to pop the question? Uh, six months. You're going to wait six months to pop the question. You said don't wait. I said, are you going to wait six months to pop the question? Did I understand you right? That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, sir. That's, that's the longest. That's the longest. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. All right. So we, well, we need a game plan here to lay out to save for this. All right. Mm -hmm. So all right, here's what I would wait. tell you to do. I would stop all saving. Okay. Stop everything. All right. Did you get a tax refund last year? Uh, my taxes were screwed up. I have to redo it this year. <laughs> okay. So you don't know. Because I don't think don't you're taking know. home enough. I don't know if the 3500 was after $9,000 coming out. If it was after $9,000 coming out, then that's about right. But if it's not, then there's something else wrong. But anyway, so I want to take all we can home without creating a tax problem. And I want to stop all 401k temporarily and focus on the first goal is get a thousand dollars saved okay. okay the second goal is pay off the twenty two hundred dollar credit card and cut them both up tonight by the way okay plastic surgery no screwing around with those things anymore they bitch in the butt and you need to throw them out the front door right all right now then there, the twenty two hundred is gone then i want you to save for a ring how much are you going to spend on the ring uh about two grand okay so if I'm understanding right, I need a 500 bucks to finish my thousand. I need 2,200 plus two. So I need 5,000 bucks to get the credit card paid off the ring and have my first thousand dollars saved. Right. Right. Okay. You're right now have $800 in your sort of budget, but your sort of budget sucks. So you're going to do a real budget where you make every dollar behave. Every dollar is going to scream. I'm going to give you an app called every dollar. It's the world's best budgeting app. And I'm going to put you into financial peace university, our nine week class on how to handle money. And I'm going to pay for it. You're a hero. Now you're going to be the hero. You're going to go do this crap. Cause what you're going to do is hard. You're not going out yes, to uh, eat. You're not going on vacation. You're going to take the side hustle and you're going to have five grand done in two months. 
two months, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No one credit card down, ring bought, and $1,000 in the bank. And then once yes, the ring's sir. bought, we go back to the debt snowball and knock that other credit card out, and we're game on. And I'll show you how to do the rest of it in Financial Peace University. It's called the Baby Steps. You're going to win. You're just the guy we work. You're the guy why I'm here. I love where you are. You're a great guy. You just need somebody to show you how to do it, and I'm the guy. Hold on. Austin's going to pick up. We'll put you into Financial Peace and get you in the Every Dollar app. My gift. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The Ramsey Show Question of the Day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. From repairs and maintenance to home improvement projects, winter brings some challenges for homeowners. You need to check out Neighborly's helpful winter checklist, which you can download for free. Check it out at neighborly.com slash Ramsey. It's an incredible company, neighborly.com slash Ramsey. Today's. Today's question comes from Kelly in Ohio. I'm 23 and about a year out of ministry school with no school debt since I worked four jobs and cash flowed everything, so I'm totally debt-free. Way to go, Kelly. I work at a professional screen printing and embroidery shop and volunteer for ministry, making $20 an hour. I work 45 hours a week at the shop. And after taxes, I'm at about 36000 a year. This is the most I've ever made, but when I listen to the show, I'm often confused at what you all say is a good income. To me, this is good income since I'm able to save $1,100 a month towards a down payment on a house. What are your thoughts? Do I need to be worried about getting another job, or is it about how I'm budgeting? All right, a lot of questions here. First thing that comes to mind is, why do we go to ministry school? Uh, you know, if we go to ministry school and we've changed our mind, fine with that. But if we went to ministry school to be in the ministry, I'd want to know what the path is uh, to ministry. And then once you get into ministry, it depends on what you're doing, because people don't go into ministry to make money, at least the people that are actually about ministry. So the question about good income, I think it's a, a, a tad bit relative. But if you look at the uh, the income scale in the United States, thirty six thousand is 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 obviously on the low side. Uh, but I love your discipline that you actually have a budget and that on that income, uh, because you have no debt and you're living on less than you make, uh, you know, look, you're saving some pretty good money there. So uh, I don't think you need to be worried about getting another job. No, but the answer to that is, what job do I go to next? Because I doubt that you want to be in this screen printing and embroidery embroidery business for the rest of your life. So if I was sitting with you, I'd say, what's our long-term plan or what are a couple options that we are considering for the long-term? And what I'm talking about there are destinations. And once we have an idea on some destinations, we can start to choose direction. Direction is always more important than destination uh, because the destination tends to change, but direction will get us going and making progress. So uh, you're doing a great job on budgeting. And as you increase your income with the way you budget, the more you save, the more you can invest. Yeah, that's the proper answer to your question. Also hidden in your question was you didn't like it that we said 36000 wasn't a good income. Yeah, good right. income is not a moral statement. Right. Good income is relative to the average household income in America, which is 78000 right now. And so if you make thirty six as a single person just out of school – you are at considerably less than the average, which would also make up the average, and that's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's not a you're not a bad person. You're not a horrible income earner. You're not lazy. None of those are judgments that are say when we say good income. All we're saying is relative to the average, 
Yours is low. But somebody's got to make up the average. So the, the question is, do you want it to be you? And so, you know, you start thinking about where you want to be in 10 years. If you're just out of school, let's call you 23. What do you want the 33-year-old version of you to look like? Detail it out. Ken just told you to determine the, the direction, the destination, and then let's move towards that rather than landing and being satisfied and say, well, I got margins, so I call this a good income, even if you all don't. Well, our, our portion is not that you can't live on it. I think you're doing a great job. You're amazing. You're doing a great job with your budgeting. But your income is below average. That's another way of saying it. It's exactly Rather than right. saying a good income. But So when someone calls us and says they make – you know, $160,000, that's double the national average. And so that, by definition, is a good income. It's above average, way above average. And so these days, when you make six figures, you're above average. In the old days, when you made six figures, you were called rich. But nowadays, you just can buy Alpo. But, you know, it's there you go. But that that's <laughs> the thing. I mean, so you know, because Alpo, have you seen the prices? No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> so the, the thing is, Kelly, that, that you are doing a good job and you're not spiritually or psychologically wrong to be satisfied right now with where you are. However, as a person that tells you, you know, we want to be anything that's not growing is dying. So let's be, let's be something that's growing. That's let's be aiming at something and have a destination. Dustin's in Kansas city. Hi, Dustin. Welcome to the Ramsey show. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Better than I deserve, man. What's up? Oh, none. Hey, I talked to you and Ken back in 2021. Uh, my income was considerably low to where I'm making now, and I'm just trying to get some guidance on what house price is reasonable for my income and then also what my five-year plan should be. Real quick, tell us what you were making when you called us and what you're making now. So when I called you guys, I was making 46000 mm-hmm. and that was just my main job. Now I'm making 100000 60 of that being salary, 40 of it being in bonuses within the last two years. Well done, sir. And, and then also my side business that I've been running this year was a major, major jump, and I made 125000 just on that alone. That Ken Coleman guy, when you call him, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. You had everything. That's amazing. Way to go, stud. Wow. Proud side of you, man. Hustle. That's excellent. Yeah, that's great income. You have yeah, a good it, income. Yeah, there we said it again. <laughs> well, By the way, not our opinion, just the stats. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are my only guidance. I'm 24 years old, so now Golly. I'm my age. Give good advice. So I'm just trying to. So really, you're making a couple you know, of hundred. Yeah, this yeah. year, you know, it might not happen next year. Dang, dang, Dad, come man, nice. impressive. How can the world can we help you? <laughs> So currently, right now, if I sold my inventory that I have, I would have $125,000. I paid cash for a car this year, which was 30000 and then I paid cash for land that was 65000 Wow. So I got that all paid off. The only debt I have right now is 119500 on my house. Um, the house back when I called, it was a flip house. I didn't intend on living in it, but I got comfortable, and I'm still comfortable. Just because my mortgage is seven fifty, and that's my only debt. But me and my wife are going to look at a house tonight. It's 335000 And, you know, going from a $750 mortgage to potentially 1500 I just it scares me. So I just want to make sure that's okay before I just jump into anything. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're good. Put it on a 15-year fixed and then pay it off as fast as you can. Keep working the plan you've been working. 
it's amazing when you aim at something how you hit it mm-hmm. and you're you're a great example when you start aiming at something everything starts changing and you just had a very clear vision of where you wanted to go and you've gotten there even faster than you dreamed you were going to and very impressive so um yeah put it on 15 year fixed and here's the thing you marry the house and you date the rate the rates okay. are the rates are up over where they were three years ago. Everyone that's breathing knows that, uh, but they're down over where they were ten years ago. So um, I don't know what the rates are going to do, but it, let's pretend they came down after you bought this house. You refinance. You date the rate, but you buy the house. You marry the house. So we're not buying a house that's temporary because of this real estate market and these interest rates. We're, we're buying a house that's a good house that we're going to live in a while. Great house. You marry the house and date the rate. And then you go ahead and get the interest rate. Make sure it's less than a fourth of your take-home pay still on a 15-year fixed, and it will be with what you're describing. You've done a great job. You're doing good. And here's a beautiful thing, too. As long as you'll stay a little nervous, yeah. a little nervous, not anxious, yeah. but a little nervous, ner- that kind of nerves is called caution, mm-hmm. and some people call it wisdom. Mm-hmm way beyond your 24 years that you're not just out spending like you're in congress trying to keep up with some moron on tiktok so yeah that 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 makes you a super impressive 24 year old yeah and I, dave i want you to comment on this but i tried to take myself back to when stacy and i bought our first house and i think it was 195,000. and i thought how'd you get the dinosaurs out <laughs> I, but, but i remember like but it was based on the ratios and what we did is we went back to the ratios that you've been teaching 30 years and it, we were able to afford it. You can't focus on how much the mortgage payment's going up. Focus on the fact that it's well within the ratio of what you can afford. Exactly. And then your mind adjusts to the increase. Exactly. I think that's what helped us. Well, and the house is going to go up and your income's going to go up and you're yeah. going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be all right. It's all going to work out. Way to go, man. Good job, What Dustin. a stud. Man, I love it. This is The Ramsey Show.